Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rising Tide Future of Everything podcast about future technologies and shining a spotlight on incredible visionaries. This is Farid Haq, one of the GPs at Early Stage Investor Sistema Nova and your co-host for Rising Tide, the future of everything. Today, we're joined by climate scientist Gabriel Walker as we dive into the world of carbon removals and climate jargon. Hi, Gabriel. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I would love to just ask you perhaps to introduce yourself to our audience and the listeners. Could you please tell us a little bit more about who is Gabriel Walker? Thanks very much, Farid. And so I am um, Gabriel Walker. I've been working on climate change for now 30 years. Um, and for most of that time, I've been working on ways to reduce the problem, reduce emissions, try to stop them getting into the atmosphere. And then in the last few years, I've switched and now I'm working on trying to fix the problem, pull the pollution, the carbon dioxide back out of the atmosphere and put it where it will stay. Fantastic. Thank you for that introduction. Gabriel, I meet a lot of people, uh, scientists, founders, investors, and often there's a question about what are what is the most important thing people should be paying attention to within the world of carbon and perhaps in specific carbon removals today. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. So uh, I think the most important thing to think about now is we, we've heard all this stuff about um, offsets and carbon neutral and what, what should a responsible business do? What should a responsible investor do? Uh, climate is real. How do we actually show that we're responding to it? And that's where all the confusion lies. I understand why people are so confused. And so the first thing to say is that the traditional world of offsets and the idea that you can be carbon neutral, you can kind of wash away your climate sins by buying some kind of cheap offset from somewhere, that, that ship has sailed. It's no longer possible to do that. And, and we've seen all the kind of, all the articles about it, uh, that it's become toxic because it's been played. So the second thing is, well, what do you actually need to do? You need to do two things in parallel. One of them is actually reduce your own emissions, or at least have a plan to reduce your own emissions. Some things you can't do yet, we're waiting for the technology, but have a plan and have measurable targets along the way to reduce, to take responsibility for what you're doing. And the third thing is also have a plan to remove what you can't reduce. And that's the new thing. That's the carbon removals part of it. It's actually what goes up now has to come down. So if you can't reduce it, you have to take it back out of the sky. Gabriel, how do how does one actually understand the difference between what is referred to as a nature-based solution and versus a engineered solution? Because often I find, at least as an engineer myself, the line is so blurry because if you're doing something in algae, let's say, and you have engineered the process, isn't that an engineered solution? Could you just help me make sense of that, please? Oh, I completely agree, Farid. That, that all of those phrases drive me mad. Nature-based solutions drive me mad just because it's so woolly. It's nature-based in what way, solution in what way. And in fact, most of the methods that we have for removing carbon from the, the sky involve some combination of natural resources and human ingenuity. So I think there's a whole spectrum. Some of them are a bit more naturey, like planting trees. Trees are fantastic carbon capture devices. Or uh, new ways of, of keeping carbon in soils or or uh, in the oceans or ocean chemistry, ocean biology, kelp forests, or um, you can you can grind up rocks and you can spread them on fields and it improves the yield of the crops, but it also speeds the rate at which the rocks can take up CO2 very dramatically. You can make this thing called biochar. I was just in, in Kenya last week seeing a biochar facility happening in process. You take things like the, the husks from, from rice or the nuts, shells from nuts, 
and turn them into, into this single biochar that doesn't actually uh, release the carbon back into the air, but does improve the quality of the soil. There are all these different ways where it's kind of a combination of being clever and also helping nature to help us. And I think it's gonna take all of the above if we're gonna be able to solve this problem. There's one other thing that's super confusing. And again, it's it's all this terminology and these acronyms that drive me absolutely batty. Uh, one of them is offsets and offtakes. I mean, what is, what is that again? So offsets, it was a good idea at the time. You know, this is one of these things that seems like a good idea at the time and it turned out not to be such a good idea. The point about an offset is it's kind of like, if I if I cause pollution, it's a bit like if I commit a sin, then I, I can kind of get absolution for the sin. I can get forgiven from it if I if I, if I I persuade someone else not to do the sin. So the, the way an offset kind of worked was, um, you know, you and I both uh, emit a ton of CO2. So I emit a ton of CO2, bad Gabriel. You emit a ton of CO2, bad Farid. And there's two tons in the air, that's bad. So an offset is, I emit, I still emit my ton, but I say, hey, Farid, how about I pay you not to emit yours? And now I've got an offset against my, but there's still, my ton is still there in the air. And a carbon removal is different from that, because if I emit a ton of CO2 and I say, Farid, you've got this brilliant new method for taking CO2 back out of the air. Can I pay you to do that? And you say, yes. And now what goes up? comes back down again and that's the only way you can really get to zero and one of the things about the whole offset concept that doesn't work is that the problem is that if i don't reduce and pay you to reduce then i'm still not taking responsibility for my own emissions and we still don't get to zero everybody everybody has to reduce their emissions everybody has to do as much as they possibly can to stop the co2 getting into the air and also to take out what they're putting in and so that's why offsets don't work so well thanks for listening and tuning into the rising tide we hope that you can join us again in the future.